everybody, and welcome to Two Bros, One Cast, the podcast where we get a chance to break away from the grind and sit down to talk about things for your enjoyment. Now, I don't know if you can tell, but the setup's a little different. Brandon's not here, Garrett's not here, and my dad and my sister were in town. So what that means is it just completely screwed up the whole schedule. So normally when we shoot this, it's, you know, we try to figure out what days we have off together we shoot. And the problem with that is when I have family visiting, it just kind of messed up the whole thing. So I, I made a decision. I'm like, you know what? Just leave it be. And uh, so here we are. But this week is still a little screwy. And we're going to be shooting Sunday. So that means I want to post a special episode this is an episode I recorded a while back uh, with a very special guest who I'll introduce you to in a minute. So stay tuned for that. As always, I just want to remind you the show is brought to you by our Patreon producer, Jamika Taylor. Thank you. And if you have something you want us to talk about on the show, make sure to leave a comment down below on the comment section of this video. This week, I have a family member of mine, Alex Yeager. Uh, yeah, how's it going? See. So, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I don't think they've ever, I've never talked about you before on the show. You live up in Minnesota, way yeah. up north. No, no, not anymore. I mean, I used. Yeah, to, now, but... now you've moved. Yeah, I live in I live in St. Cloud now. Uh, yep. Big city, a uh, big city life, you know. Uh, yeah. I could bike to the grocery store. I mean, I could do that before, but our grocery store in Greenbush was pathetic. Um, yeah, but yeah, this this grocery store was so small you could actually like have a tab. Like people don't even understand that when I try to tell them about it. Like you could go in and take stuff and they just write it down. Like mm-hmm. it's so yeah. weird. Oh, yeah. we used to. We had um, our family like ran like a deficit tab where like we owed them money, but we'd had people because I worked there for a little bit. And we had yeah. people come in and they just give us like money. Okay. And then and that'd go on their tab, and they would have a running total. So like we, they'd give us like three hundred dollars. So they have a three hundred dollar credit. Okay. And then when they when they came in, they just take stuff and like they got they they buy stuff like you normally would, and then we just subtract it from their t- tab. So I didn't know you could do that. I knew that you could like you could almost use it like a credit card or whatever. You know, put you know five dollars on the tab. I'm going to take the loaf of bread, but I didn't know you could pay ahead too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, so that's kind of that would be a way to like budgeting your own, you know, grocery allowance. You could be like, all right, I'm only spending eighty bucks, and then right. put eighty bucks down, and that's all that you could get from them, unless you brought more money. Right, and like, I mean, it's I mean, it's an okay plan, but I think it'd just be better just to hold on to the cash yourself because, like, yeah, what do you do when you have like eighty cents left on the yeah, yeah. at that point, it's kind of like you couldn't ever get money back, could you? I don't think. I mean, I, I'm i sure like they could probably. Well, they switched owners, so they probably settled all the, all the tabs, all the, all and, stuff. the tabs and stuff. Because like the owners are renovating, they actually have like electronic scanners now. And okay. Stuff. So before everything, you had to like type in the price and stuff. And yeah, it was annoying. Pretty old school before. That'll probably help with business and everything for them to just keep things organized and keep up with prices, yeah. maybe. I don't Hopefully. know. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. I hope so. So it's for those bad. of you 
for those of you that aren't aware, this show gets posted to both YouTube and podcast services each Saturday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Throughout the week, we release clips, so you can check that out on the YouTube channel. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about the No National Decks movement, hashtag Bring Back National Decks. <laughs> and then Alex wants us Storm to Storm Area about... 51. Oh, yeah. my God. It is so... Storm Area 51. Um, at first, I thought it was like... I mean, I'm sure the whole thing is a joke, but like I saw this Facebook page when it first was at like a couple thousand, and I didn't really think too much about it. Now it's at like half a million. Yeah. And like, but the memes for it are just hilarious. Yeah, I was looking at some today, and it's like people going to Storm Area 51, and then they have the the predator. It's like the government yeah. does. They're about to release this guy on you. <clears throat> I saw one where it's um that scene in Deadpool where Deadpool gets ripped in half by um uh, Juggernaut, and it yeah. goes. In the background, it says um, Area 150 Guard. And then the Juggernaut says, Alien, that was in containment for a reason. And then mm. it goes me and Steadpool being ripped in half. <laughs> That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. So what what have you been up to this week? You uh, just, you're just you in the National Guard, so you just got back from your training for the have, weekend? Um, well, just for today. I have drill again tomorrow. Um but basically, all week I've been just working. I work at FedEx. Okay. I do deliveries. Um, and if you order furniture online, yeah. you are the devil. Hmm? You, if you order furniture online, you are the devil. Like Why? I've been delivering because I have to deliver it. So just you? Like, what do you have a dolly hmm. or something to try and get that out of the truck? I have a dolly, but my dolly is usually buried in packages, so I can't really use it ever. It's such a hassle to get it out that it's like it just it's just faster just to grunt it and just carry the package. But like I've been delivering wardrobes and stuff like these. Like they come in these like <laughs> they come in boxes that are like they're not super like thick, but they're super tall and wide, so they're okay. kind of awkward to carry. And they weigh like they weigh the max they can weigh is like 150 pounds for shipping for through ground. If wow. it's any bigger, it has to be shipped through like freight or something. Wow. But, um, yeah, so people are ordering bed frames, people are ordering mattresses, people order these, like, 100-pound bags of dog food and shit, you know, like, these, like, these Chewy boxes. That's, that's <laughs> another thing. If you order from Chewy, I fucking hate you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Swearing a lot on this? Yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. We're okay. an explicit podcast. Or you can we have no bleep it out. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. You but... sit there for, like, an hour, and you're trying to bleep every little cuss <laughs> word of, like, ah, forget about it. It's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. I'm not yeah, live so that life. yeah, so just chewy and furniture. Please stop. You know. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, I mean, what you still have to be hands free when you drive? Are you yeah. allowed to have anything? Can you listen to podcasts? Can you hook it up to the radio? Like what, I hook it up. I usually, what are their rules? Um, like you can't be like monkeying. You can, it's it's kind of the same as driving. You can't text and drive. You can't be messing with stuff and drive. Um, we have now, before I used to have to use a map, but now I have a, our boss bought these iPads, so we have GPS, so like, that just tells me when to turn, where, like, what house to go to and stuff, yeah. even though I know most of the roads now, uh, but it yeah. does help for finding house numbers when you're going down the highway. Yeah. Um, but, um, so what I usually do is I plug my phone into an cord, yeah. and then I just have, like, YouTube running. I'll, okay. I'll usually like when I make when I stop at a house, I'll go through like um, after I deliver the package, I'll go through YouTube and just add a whole bunch of videos to my watch later, and then it'll okay. just cycle through those. 
Do you or, have uh, Do you have YouTube Red where you can like download stuff on YouTube? I used to, but like I don't know. I mean, I might get it again, but like right now I have um, HBO and I'm paying for, it and I don't really want to add a whole bunch of like because yeah. like my problem it, it with subscriptions is I after a while that and like I always like whenever I have subscriptions, I always forget that I have them. So yeah. like I had I found like oh god, it was like last year or something. I found out that I had Audible still. Oh my and, god. Like, I frequently check my <laughs> I frequently check my like checking account and like watch purchases and stuff. And somehow yeah. for like a year straight I missed out on Audible payments. <laughs> and like so like I'm like, I need you guys to cancel this now. Like we can't they're like, Well, we can't refund you and it says on your account you have like these fifteen tokens. Right. If you wanna cash them in, get some books and then <laughs> cancel or like we're sorry that this happened because like i didn't use their service at all because i did i think i did the free trial and i could have swore that i canceled it but yeah see i i did it for a while and i thought i was going to use it more and then i just Mm -hmm. stopped i think i was trying to read through one book and i'm like maybe it'll help if i have a like an audio book for it too and i was like trying to read through it i'm like oh this book sucks it was (laughs) the uh what is it called the sandworm dune i was trying to read that Dune's supposed I to be just, a classic. I was just, I cannot. Get it's one of those this. books. It's one of those sci-fi books that like everyone's claimed they've yeah, read. Yeah, and like that they claim that they've read. Yeah, uh, but I don't. I don't, it, I don't know. I'll wait till the movie comes out. Hopefully, that's good. But, so, so tell me about this. Um, no national Pokedex. What the hell is this about? So, Pokemon has been on handheld devices primarily forever i mean we mm-hmm. had a couple games for the consoles but they were all like these stadium games and uh pokemon like snap. on yeah pokemon snap just weird side games it wasn't like a core pokemon game mm-hmm. i mean for the gamecube we had those two xd and coliseum that was the closest thing to a core pokemon game but we're finally getting a mainline pokemon game on consoles on the switch Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be awesome. You know, they were rumoring all this stuff. It's going to be – everybody was getting all hyped up because we've had all these awesome Switch games. We had uh, Mario Odyssey, um, Breath of the Wild. They were totally Mario reinventing. Party. Mario Party. Yeah, Love if you're going to count one. that. That one's fun. Mario Party, they had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, the Smash Bros. I didn't everything. Really like that one. Everything's coming back bigger and better. That's, mm-hmm. like, the point. And then we finally get Pokemon – and it looks good. We see the starters. Same deal, you know, it, HD, 3D models and stuff. And then at E3 this year, they finally announced that they're not going to have any kind of national decks. They're taking it out. From just this game or from all future from, games? Well, and later on, they went back and stated that it's going to be for all future games. Not just this game, but for every Pokemon game going forward. It's going to be their new policy. No national decks. If the if there is no, if the Pokemon isn't in the national decks, you can in that regional decks you cannot bring it to the game. So like if your favorite Pokemon is uh, Swampert from Gen three, mm-hmm. you want to bring him over and he's not in the Galar Pokedex, you cannot you can't use him. He's not in the game. Is that at all. so they just don't have to make patches for previous games anymore? Or skins, because I have to imagine each time they upgrade, because think about, like, a Gen 1 game, 
where like yeah. the sprites were just pathetic. Yeah. And then they have to like create new skins because now they're at like because you have to think now there's what seven hundred there's like seven hundred eighty Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And then I Something think like this that. new Pokedex was supposed to put them over a thousand. So wow, that's that's a lot. And like I, so it's probably around there. Right. But yeah. like so that probably is one of the reasons why is like cuz they have to put a lot of time and energy each each game to like make slight updates to each one. Right. Plus right. affects their data storage where you have to be able to store so much right information because I remember um the original Pokemon game they said the reason why there was only 151 is because they wanted you to have they only had enough memory for you to store one of each Pokemon. Right. Right. So like I I understand that I could, I could get behind the idea of like okay, yeah, there is a lot of Pokemon now and for any new fan coming into the games, you know, like if you went and picked up the new Sword and Shield and you wanted to complete the National Dex, you would have to go through and literally it would take you an eternity to catch all those Pokemon. I did it back in like Gen 4, I finally got caught up and then with every new generation I've just been adding all the new guys to it. So for me, it's like maintenance, so it's not too bad. But mm. for any new fan of the series, wow. it would be totally overwhelming. How do you transfer and... your old Pokemon to the new games? So so each game has their own little mechanic. Like going from from Gen uh, 1 to Gen 2, they, you just transferred them. Uh, you could not transfer from Gen 2 to 3. And then with each consecutive game, it was like play this mini game, and you can go like to the uh, the Pokemon Ranger Park, and you can throw Pokeballs at them to try catch them, or play whatever little mini game, or re-catch your Pokemon. Um, so this one, you're gonna be able to upload all your Pokemon from your 3DS games to this thing called Nintendo Home. It, mm-hmm. It's almost like Pokemon Bank on the 3DS, but it's just a place you could put all your Pokemon. So you could transfer Pokemon from other games into Pokemon Home, and you can transfer them in and out of Sword and Shield if they're okay. in the Galar National decks. So I don't know. The fans are, like, throwing a fit, though, because the issue is they said that they were scaling back on the Pokedex so they, that they could focus on, like, higher-quality uh, animations and character models. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at any of the trailers from anything, it's like... It's the same character models they used in uh, Sword and Shield or Sun and Moon and Ultra mm-hmm. Sun and Moon. A lot of the battle animations that they're claiming are totally redesigned and fresh. You know, like you can see the new Corgi Dog Pokemon. That's the one that everybody's like super annoyed with because it does tail wag, and the yeah. whole model the whole model of the dog just shakes. He's not moving his legs. It's not dynamic at all. Right. So it's like you're you're claiming you're doing this to improve all these animations, but you're really not. So right now everybody's like totally freaking out. Like if you go on Twitter and look at anything the Pokemon Company tweets, there's tons of hashtags on there. You know, hashtag Bring Back National Dex, like spammed over and over and over again. And it's they're just totally tone deaf. They don't get it. You know, people are upset about this and they're just blindly continuing to promote the game like they would normally do. Right. Well, that's God. That's so weird. What about, um, I never played it, but like, um, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. Does that have anything to do with it? Like, is that, so, like, does that have National Deck? Does that have anything? So that's actually a weird one because it, it was not made by Game Freak. It was made by, uh, 
I don't think it was made by Game Freak anyways. I'll have to double check that. But that game only has the original 151 because they were trying to focus on just Kanto. It was almost like when Pokemon Go came out. They only had Kanto. So that's what they were trying to focus on. So that came out, and that used, oddly enough, the same exact models that were in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Right. But the only difference is they when uh, the last generation came out, Gen 7 came out, they went and made HD models for every Pokemon in the game, the first 800 of them, right? And all of them are very nice. They actually had to downscale them to get them to work on the 3DS. Mm -hmm. So you could... Put them on the Switch, and they look fine because it's the same models you see in uh, the Let's Go Pikachu games. So they already had HD models for all the existing Pokemon, so that would have been an easy transfer, supposedly. I mean, I get that it is a lot of Pokemon, and if you add them all up, that's a lot of individual, unique models, but it's mm-hmm. just got everybody upset right now. Like, they, they push this idea that, yeah, you want to keep bringing your Pokemon with you, they're your friends, grow with them form a bond but then it's like or we release the next game and they're just gone i yeah i don't know i mean i haven't really the last pokemon game i really really got into was actually just that was um ruby version yeah because i remember that was years ago because like i I got that for christmas and like i displayed the hell out of that but like i had i got the x i got i think i got y yeah, and I played it, but the... I never, I never ended up beating it. Yeah, because then... it's in a weird state right now. They're like making them too easy. I, it's funny that you say that because like I saw this one. There's like this one web comic is comparing like Pokemon um, Let's Go Eevee to like Pokemon Sun and Moon or something. It's talking about like how they're different, how they're the same. And the last comment for both of them was like, "Don't worry, we don't want to make this too challenging." It's just like. It's like Game Freak holding their hands. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I heard, like I heard that it's. I mean, I just remember it. Like I've never really had a problem with any of the Pokemon games because I played yeah, Yellow yeah. version on my. Um, I played Yellow and Fire Red and Ruby. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruby, I played. I had a Game Boy, but um, Fire Red, and then Yellow version. I I wish they would have like made a newer version for that. Yeah, like when they make like make electric yellow. But um, it's just like a simple game of rock paper scissors. If you understand everything, and that's the hardest part about Pokemon, but mm-hmm. you know they they could fix that so easily now with all the different uh, UI elements and stuff. Like when you go to select a move, you could say, okay, this is a rock type move, and if you hit, you know, they never do this, but you should be able to hit like the extra information button and see what that what type it's strong against. You know, like that well, kind know- of stuff would alleviate a lot of the problems with Pokemon. Well, I mean, it would be, I think, I think a cool thing what they should do is like, because they always have the stagnant thing is like, I think it should almost go into like a third person view or first person view of the Pokemon. Mm. And then you fight as the Pokemon. Like it still has a thing where it has, you have the four moves or whatever, but now you can move around, you can dodge. I mean, you can do that in Pokemon, um, in Pokemon Go, you can like, you can swipe to the side to dodge an attack and stuff. Right, right. And, like, so I don't yeah. get why, like, you can't have, like, make, like, a set small arena where, like, if you're fighting a trainer and, like, so now you can move your Pokemon around and you can, like, attack and stuff. Yeah. And then you still have, like, the option to, like, swap out whenever and stuff. And, like, when you do that, let's say, um, 
as a mechanic, like it, the game never pauses, kind of like Dark Souls, you'll say. So, yeah. like when you're, if you want to swap out a Pokemon, or if you want to use, or you want potion, um, you're still locked in battle. So, like, yeah. um, you'd be open to an attack. I think that'd be a good. Yeah. That would be cool. That would get away from a lot of like the core like RPG aspects of the game. But I think a game like that would be cool. Like Pokemon Tournament looks pretty cool, and that's kind of, you know, it's more real time action based. They have a very small amount of Pokemon in it, but Mm -hmm. you know, something like that would be cool. They do kind of play with the camera angles a little bit now, though, in a battle. Like with the current games, like you'll see it'll be right down kind of by their feet, panning like a low to the ground view, and then you switch to the other side and you see what the opponent sees and. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then so another issue with this is adding on top of all of that, they're also removing all the mega evolutions that they introduced a few generations ago. Uh, I never really liked those to begin with because they should have done it with every Pokemon, and they only did it with a small number of them. Mm-hmm. But so now they're removing mega evolutions, which some fans loved, some hated. They're removing uh, Z moves, which they introduced in the previous generation. That was also are, something I just yeah. never like. I didn't get is Z moves. They're stupid. It's like a one-time use supercharged for battle. Move. Yeah, yeah. That it was a whiff. I didn't really care for them either. Yeah, I think. Honestly, uh, I mean, this is a game that everyone wants, I think. But, yeah. like, it's just, like, it'd be to have it, you start off and you just go through every generation. Yeah. And, like, and you could do the same thing where you can only, like, transfer, like, one or two Pokemon. But, like, you start off in Kanto or wherever, you go through there, and then you move on to the next region. And just, like, almost play it like the actual anime where you yeah. just each, you have to, like, that'd be the the ultimate one or ever like i'm sure everyone would love but like that also like disincentivizes like people from buying other versions and stuff then too so i don't know yeah and and support like apparently it's too hard for them to even do that because then they're gonna have to you know they'd have to have every character model for every pokemon in there so I don't know. It's just it's just a weird situation right now. And like the graphics for the game, you when they were showing it, people stopped and like took screenshots of the footage that they were showing off. And like some of the models don't look right. Like the trees somehow look worse it's than the trees from probably. Uh, I have to say it's probably not finished because like a lot of times when you see those ads, it's yeah. like it's not actual gameplay, or if it is actual gameplay. It's like rendered on these like supercomputers or like yeah. you know, actual supercomputers, but it's, it's not like actual, you know. Yeah, it's like it's rendering. Gameplay. Yeah, it's like rendering that took them hours to do. So it's like it's possible or something like that. It's just for day. I hate like there's a lot of shit that they do like with those commercials that I hate about video games. Yeah, I I understand that part, but it's just like all these things added up together, and then the Pokemon company is like totally you know, ignoring everything. It's just making a really hostile environment right now. So we'll see what happens, but I'm going to pick it up because I feel like if they're cutting back on all this stuff, that's probably going to be put back into the game in some way or another. So it'll probably make for a good experience, but in the moment it's kind of stressful. Hopefully maybe the story will get good though. Cause like, I, I didn't mind the X and Y one. I like, it sucked that the story part of it ended before he met the Elite Four. Yeah. Because, like, after I beat the story, I was kind of like... Yeah. 
Well, I'm kind of done with this game. So. Yeah, it uh, it was good. I mean, that game was good. They focused more on the story. They made it easy. Then they did the Omega Ruby remakes. Those mm-hmm. were awesome. They had like a good post-game after the Elite Four storyline thing where you're learning about Rayquaza and why he doesn't have a primal form and all this cool stuff. But that was cool. And then they went into X and Y. They were kind of like Gen 1 callbacks in a way, but also completely different because there were no gems. Um, and then now, you know, we'll see with this game. So now what were you saying about... The Storm Area 51. (laughs) So this this is a whole movement going on. People are like signing up to go and... So it's a Facebook. It started off as like a Facebook group. It was like, apparently it was a joke and stuff. And like, at this point, it's so big. I'm sure people... I mean, I don't think... Right now, from what I've last read, it's at at like 500,000 people are part of this Facebook page about Storm Area 51. Then wow. it's tagged Storm Area 51. They can't stop us all. So their plan is to um, overwhelm, overwhelm this military air force research base. <laughs> oh they do. They do like they test airplanes there. This is where like this. Um, I mean, other than like other like companies like Lockheed and Boeing, where they like build their own planes, but like. The military does like tests with secret stuff there, and with like new jets and stuff, if they want to see how they work. Right, and it's like it's just it's in this secluded area in Nevada and stuff, and and like the and as everyone knows, Area Fifty One is where we store our where we store our aliens. Yes. Right. So yep. that's where the aliens are. Yeah. So all these alien nuts are gonna go storm Area Fifty One. I doubt, I bet you 100 people show up. It's supposed to be September 20th is oh, when it's God. happening. Um, yeah, I don't know about that, dude. I mean, I so, suppose if they had a, a huge amount of people, but... If they had I don't, half a million people showed up, like, a lot of my friends at Drill, they're like, yeah, no, they're just going to get mowed down. <laughs> and like, What do you think yeah. is going to happen, though? What would they do if that many uh, people were coming to Storm Area 51, like... Will the government just stop them? Kill for everybody? Sure. So, like, like, for sure, I'm sure they're going to... I mean, they're going to monitor, like, the situation closely, I'm sure, if, like, people actually do. Like, if they see a group start forming and stuff, like, they'll, like... They'll probably put, like, the base on lockdown. Like, store... Yeah. Like, you know, lock down the buildings. Make sure, like, people can't... If people do storm, that they can't get their hands on anything. Or, like, make sure anything top secret is, like, locked away. Yeah, the move all because, the alien like, stuff downstairs, yeah, underground. Yeah, that's a meme I saw. It's like, <laughs> you guys are idiots. Now we moved all the aliens to Area Fifty Two. Yep. And yep. Um, but uh, so my prediction yeah. is like, because they have a security force. Because like, if you go to like Area Fifty One now, or according to this documentary that I watched, and they were like, it was like aliens or something. But um, like these guys, they showed up to the airport, like, because they were at Roswell, and then they went to Area Fifty One. To, like explore it and like they went to the perimeter of it and there's like these motion sensors all around the base yeah, and like yeah. they were just sitting there recording themselves talking like yeah like right over this ridge is area 51 and also this like black suv shows up on the ridge and they're like oh shit oh god yeah and it's That's like kind of and they didn't they they didn't enter the space yet like they were still like outside like because they were out of sign they thought like, they were far enough back that nobody would notice them 
Well, no, they they knew that they were right up against that fence line, but they just haven't crossed it because, like, okay. I think I'm. It's been a while since I watched it, but I'm pretty sure they went up to this fence and it is like, yeah, no, we're out in the middle of nowhere, and you can see right here the sign says like, do not cross this line, um, private property or government property, like you'll be persecuted, and like as like, and they were just talking. They're like, yeah, this is serious. Like, and they're talking about that, and they just like all of a sudden they look up and they're like, oh shit, because like this black SUV just shows up out of nowhere. Oh, and um, so what I'm guessing is like, depending on how many people show up, but like, like you know, I don't know. I'm sure they have some kind of like disbursement, like tear gas or some kind of like. Uh, I know, I know. There's some riot gear where it's like it uses sound waves. I don't know if that's still experimental or not, but it's basically this like speaker. But it, um, they focus the the sound waves like a laser. Yeah. So it like shoots in a straight line. Really. It's like very disorienting. I heard. So you can mm. like so if they're shooting, your buddy next to you, you can't really hear it, because it's just like shot straight, like the sound yeah. waves are, and like they don't reverberate out too much. But if it's hitting you directly, like it, I guess it's just, like crippling. It'll bring you to the ground. Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Like, if these people do that, I don't know what's going to happen. So, Anyone you think they're just going to tear gas them and then turn them away? I think so. There, there will be no casualties from they, this? There's, there's absolutely no way that they're going to open fire on a crowd, no matter how <laughs> big it is. And it's like... It'd make, na- it'd make national news, and it'd really piss off all it Because like, then everyone else would be like, well, if we could storm Area 51, what else can we storm? So right. it'd probably raise security, and then from that point on, it might escalate. But yeah, I I find um, I did read a news article while we're trying to set everything up about, like, um, this is also, I guess, a test area where they test their weapons, too. So okay. you'd also run the risk of maybe them traveling over like a bombing range because uh, and like in maybe there's a um uh, undetonated ordinance out there or maybe they'd run out there while a test is going off or something right yeah stuff. it's it's a good idea i mean everybody wants to know what's in area 51 they've had you know these alien rumors circling it for so long now Right. It's a good idea to get that many people together and just bum rush it, but you're also making it public. So <laughs> it's, yeah, there's it's... no way they're just going to leave everything there. Even if this does work and somehow they get through the fence and they, they get in there, like if there are aliens, which I'm not sure there is at alien, Area 51, I don't. they're I... not going to find anything. I don't think there's aliens at Area... I mean, I'm sure there's aliens out in the universe. And um, I'm not going to confirm or deny or like anything like that, whether I believe if aliens have made contact with Earth or not. If they have, I'm surprised we don't know about it kind of thing. But like, yeah, I can I, I can like with 99 percent confidence, I can say that there are no aliens at Area 51. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't believe it. I mean, like you said, I, I think there are aliens somewhere because it just doesn't make sense that there are no aliens mm-hmm. like Especially anywhere like, yeah is, like, as expansive if, as the universe is i find it not so even hard just, to believe not even just the universe if you think of just our galaxy 
Like yeah. there's what? There's like a there's like a million billion stars yeah. in our galaxy alone. And he, and like out of those stars, like even if like one percent, if that have livable like life, maybe there maybe in the galaxy, maybe we are the only intelligent life. But you right. can't tell me that we're the only life. Right. Like life includes, you know, little one-celled organisms, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. It, there could be a, a whole number of things. There is um, – so there is this very good video. Um, I always didn't even think about this if we were going to talk about it. I wish I would research it again. Um, basically, um, there are like these hurdles for civilizations. So yeah. like we have to be very worried with our space exploit – oh, fuck our space travel. Yeah. Because if we find a planet that has that has the ruins of an advanced civilization, that could be very bad for us. That means that we have some kind of like um hurdle ahead of us that we have to overcome. Maybe mm -hmm. it's climate change, maybe it's nuclear war or something. But yeah. like basically the more advanced civilizations we find out in space, the worse the worse chance of our Extinction. Um, our species have for extinction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about it that way, but it is interesting. It's hard too, but because if if we all went extinct for one reason or another, everything that we've created would, would collapse over time and return to the mm -hmm. earth. If so, you ever watch like one of those like, um, what life would be like without humans? Life without humans, and it's like. It's like 10 days, 100 days, 10 years, 100 that. years. I've seen a couple episodes, and, like, they just do, like, different cities and stuff, like, what they'd look like. And yeah. it's funny, though, because, like, New, um, Las Vegas would be, like, I think for, like, a decade it'd still be running because of the yeah. Hoover Dam. Un like, the only problem is, like, um, the intakes for the dam would eventually, because they have to get cleaned fairly regularly, they eventually mm -hmm. get so clogged that they just... Um, wouldn't have enough that water moving through them. Water can't move through them, so the 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 dam uh, the reservoir will build up to flows over and then takes out the dam. Yeah. Hmm. I think we're gonna get into our weekly rounds. Weekly rounds are where each week we go together and round on all of our viewers and listeners, and we answer their questions. If you want to have your question read on the show, you can just leave a comment down below on our YouTube video, leave a comment in our Facebook group, or reach out to us on Twitter, pretty much anywhere, because we're still a small channel, so anything is good. Uh, this week we have three questions. We have a question from Ashley. She writes in and says, Did Brooklyn like the podcast? Will she reappear? I think she did. We'll see. Not really sure. Uh, maybe uh, when she's a little older, or if she's crying again, we'll take her on. Whatever, whatever she wants. Devin writes in and says, "What are your guys' favorite restaurants in the region?" So Alex is not from the region of Chicago. I do have a funny story though about Chicago food. Okay. <clears throat> um. Yeah, oh, God, this is this is probably a month or two ago now, though. So they have um, that famous pizza place in Chicago, uh, Giordani's. Giordano's. Giordano's. Yeah. Well, they have one that's a similar one. Okay. In the cities, and me and my friends were drunk in the cities, and we tried to we're like, oh, we want was like we we're talking about because we got pizza there like a couple weeks before. Yeah. It was so good, and um, 
So we're trying to order that again. And I accidentally called the Chicago one. No. And ordered pizza. And like, <laughs> we were like, and like, we, we ordered for pickup and stuff. And they're like, all right, it's going to take like 40 minutes. And like, and we're like, talk, like snacking on some chips and drink, like drinking some more and stuff in our apart, in the, my friend's apartment. And, um, I was like, they're like, how long till the pizza's ready? I was like, oh, let me check the, um, let me check my phone. I'll look at what the time code was for the call, and then we can figure <laughs> it out from there. Yeah. Uh, I looked at my phone. I was like, Chicago, Illinois. What the hell? Like, <laughs> I looked at my friends. I was like, I think I called Chicago. So I had to call them back and cancel my order. But like, they were really cool about it. I'm like, dude, I'm oh sorry. God. I am a state they're away. Like, no, we already made your pizza. We're gonna charge you. It's gonna be forty bucks. It was more than forty dollars. It was oh, like seventy one dollars. Yeah. I was yeah, drunk, they're... so I was like, Oh no, don't worry about it. I know you guys are spendy, blah blah blah. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't even thinking about because like we got a large deep dish veggie one, the yeah. like the veggie lover. Love that one's awesome. Yeah. And then um and then we got like a large thin crust like sausage pepperoni or something. Yeah. And um but but yeah. Yeah, no. Um, but for in St. Cloud right now, one of my favorite restaurants is Starve India. I really like their Indian food's really good. Hmm, really? See, we have an Indian place over here, and I never really, never really got into it that much. It's fine, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I wouldn't call that like my favorite type of food. It's I wouldn't say Indian food's my favorite type of food, but like around here, it's one for of my your, favorite. For it's your one of my f- favorite in the region. Yeah, like in like in St. Cloud, yeah. and like. Um, cause we have a lot of fast food, so there's not a yeah. lot of choices for like sit down restaurants and stuff. So like you have Star of India, you have, um, we have the Green Mill. I've never, like, I've had pizza from there, but that's it. Boulder yeah. Tap House, like a lot of like bar and grills and pizza places mainly. And yeah. so like Star of India is kind of, is like really different. So it's like, I don't go there often, but I, every time I go there, it's great. And their flatbed is phenomenal. Hmm. Yeah, for me, I would maybe say Giordano's. I, I don't know. A lot of the food around here is really good. Um, mm-hmm. Giordano's is good. Luminati's is good. Um, but I just eat, I usually end up eating just like a lot of fast food or chain restaurants. Um, Ashley also writes in with another question here. She says, do you guys have an opinion on Ed Sheeran's new album? Is he pulling a Taylor Swift on us? So I told her, I, I have no idea about this new album i don't i don't i don't listen to ed sheeran um i mean i think he's a good singer i like i've heard a lot of his music and like i enjoy it but it's not something i like i don't know what his old stuff is i don't know what his new stuff is it's like if it's on i'll listen to it but i don't like actively seek it out yeah i don't i don't really either it he's he's fine but i definitely i don't know i guess i'll have to uh maybe listen to it i don't know there's so much new music though i don't really care for ed sheeran he's fine but um everyone hated on ed sheeran for showing up in um game of, game thrones. of thrones but i, I didn't actually, even mind that yeah i thought he was I, fine it was in there. such a short clip i don't know what people like he sang a good song i like the song i also like the like the insight into like the lannister troops which yeah. really did help set up the last i think kind not really, but like I felt like it did add to the final season where you have like these Lannister troops. Right. Spoiler alert if you haven't finished Game of Thrones. We we where, covered like, that weeks ago. Our yeah. fans have seen it. They're they're spoilers yeah. for Game of Thrones going forward. 
But um, so like when they like surrendered and stuff at the end in the yeah. last episode, they're like, yeah, no, I, I like, yeah, we give up. And then they get just slaughtered. I felt like, cause like if you, if you do remember back to then, like these soldiers, like, yeah, no, they're just like normal people and they don't want to die and stuff. And then like, it just makes it sadder when they get like, just fucking massacred. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that was a sad moment. It I was mean, also so- dumb. I've ne- I, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but what were your thoughts on the finale of uh, Game of Thrones? I liked where a lot of the characters ended up. I'm, I'm, I was hoping that either Danny or Jon Snow would die for the throne, like give them okay. give their life. I didn't. I thought it was dumb that Danny got stabbed for it or over it. I was like, yeah. I was like, she was kind of going had, mad though. Like she, she was. W- she is having such great character. Like she's. I don't know. Like she's having good character development up to like season six or seven. But after yeah. that, like you could tell, she's just like, she's just like. I don't. I don't think she snapped. I just thought she was just kind of like a dick. Yeah. You know, she's like, just like I, a obey me or else kind of mentality. Brandon was trying to argue that you know they, they have been showing her turning bad, but I did, I didn't really see it. You know, the fact that so like I understand that because like Tyrion was like when she burned this and when she did this and when she did that, but like the fact that he had to say that out. Right for them to help force the plot, the point that she was right. going mad, proves to me that you that show itself didn't show her slowly going mad. It's just like it was just all something. It was a snap. It wasn't a right. slow graduation. Right. Because everything they had beforehand, reinforce. there was like yeah. reason behind it. She was she was talking to her advisor. She was trying to make the best decisions for the situation she was in. And mm-hmm. then in this season, they just threw all that out the window, and it was like. Apparently, uh, um, HBO offered them like three more seasons. They're like, "Hey, if you guys need more time, we will gladly like fund you to stretch this show out more." And the writers didn't want to do that. That's because that's what I don't the, understand. Why did either they the end the, it? the um the directors got offered um a show of something else, so they just wanted to move on. Okay. Huh. Um, and I think the actors also probably wanted to finish up too. They probably yeah. wanted to move on to something else, but like I don't know, like yeah, it was just a very <sighs> underwhelming ending. Like, what it did was. you what did you think of the last night? Because that was one of the reasons I got into Game of Thrones was the White Walkers, and oh you know I watched the they, whole I, season, I had... to, the whole series to <clears throat> see what happens with the White Walkers, and then they just kind of. That was I my was main draw to the show. The longer that episode went on like when it first started i was super excited when they yeah. had i did think a lot of their battle strategy was stupid like when they charged yeah. out but that was a cool effect when you saw like all the lights just flicker out and yeah. then that wall of zombies come like bearing yeah. over that Loved when i scenes. saw that i'm like oh my god it was awesome and just like, a wall of bodies in the dark yeah like, and everyone was complaining about like oh i can i saw it i saw everything fine yeah. i don't know I watched it the night of, it was bright enough. I mean, it was a dark episode Mm -hmm. because it was nighttime, but I could Mm -hmm. clearly tell what was going on. Yeah, like, if people were complaining about it, they either watch on a bigger screen or shut your lights off and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you didn't need to mess with the set, I don't know. But anyway, like, but the longer that episode went on, the more it kind of irritated me because, like, I've just felt like, I don't know, they just kept jumping from one thing to another. I I like some of the Arya stuff. That was cool. Um, yeah, I just felt it was weird that like there's a lot of characters who were able to stand around and talk, 
even though they're in the midst of a fight and like there's zombies yeah. everywhere except for the it's spots like every, they were. You'd like cut to somebody and they'd be like backed up against the wall and they're fighting off, and then they'd cut back to them again. And they're still backed up against the wall somehow even more. They're still fighting off, like yeah, totally surrounded. Yeah, like how many times are you gonna cut back to this? Like they should yeah. be dead. Yeah, but. I liked I I loved um the little bear scene where she stabbed the giant in the eye. That was awesome. Yeah, um, that that was cool. That was a, a good moment for her. I like that. I mean, that, it was just kind of just in the way that he died too. I'm like, John should have killed him. Yeah, and um, fuck, what was it? Um, it was so disappointing. Like, I don't think needed to kill the um the Night King, but I felt like he needed to add more than he did in that episode. He didn't do yeah. much. Like, and even it would have been a nice twist to kill the Night King and still have his other men alive, because mm-hmm. what was the whole point of them if they would die when he died, like everybody else? Because yeah. those were Craster's sons, right? Yeah, the guys behind him on the horses. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing of him infecting them and turning them into like they weren't whites, they weren't zombies like the rest of them. They were white walkers. They were, yeah. you know. Yeah, so like uh, one thing they could, that's another thing I thought of. So like what how I uh, how I felt the episode should have ended was um like it, you know, history doesn't repeat it rhymes kind of thing. Right. Where um they should have Jon Snow fighting the Night King, right? And losing. He should yeah. have been like getting his ass kicked by it. And then Arya comes out of nowhere and does the same thing where she like stabs him in the back of the neck. So then it would, it would repeat the the Howland Reed or whatever episode thing that Ned Stark and Howland Reed beat the Dorn the Dornish guy. Yeah, that would have been awesome. And then another yeah. thing they could have done though was focus less on these people. Like, um, you could have had your le- your like no name soldiers fighting the undead. You should yeah. have had your big characters like um, the Hound. Arya, John, uh, Brienne, Jamie—they should have been fighting whites. Yeah, they should have been fighting those caster sons. They should have been like, because then you have like, kind of like. So it would know. stand for something. Like, there's a at least there'd be a reason for those guys to be there to fight the main characters. Exactly, some give kind of important point, battle, give, and give your bigger characters um, a little more something to do other than just yeah. being like hugged by zombies. Yeah. I will say this. I was surprised, and I did not see it coming. Like, the episode before, they're like, oh, we're going to hide all the women and children in the crypts. I did not, like, thinking about him, like, yeah, that's a terrible place for them to be. You could just raise all the dead around him. Everybody in the crypts is going to be totally screwed. That part surprised me. That was, like, a happy moment in that episode. I'm like, oh, man. Okay, they raised the stakes again. See, for that, though, is like, like, because I watch a lot of things where they're like, I also thought it was weird, though, like, because, like, in the episode before, it was like, you need to be in the crypts. It's the safest place. And they said that, like, three or four times. Yeah. So, I, like, I kind of thought that was weird they kept saying that. Like, but, like, and then, like, I watched a whole bunch of, like, because, like, I watch breakdowns of videos, episodes yeah. and stuff. And everyone's, like, something's going to happen in the crypts. Something's, like, going on there. Because, like, and, like, in the book, um, they're, they're theorizing. They said this is not going to happen in the show because they don't have the setup beforehand because you need like a certain magical horn and some other stuff but mm-hmm. in the book they're thinking like in the crypts is the arm is like an army of starks mm. 
and like they're saying like the Starks could um and that's why that's why there's Starks down there because each of them have a weapon and then now you have all these Starks and like they're saying like um the reason why winter up somehow right yeah they have like a special like the Horn of Winter would hmm. raise them from the dead and then they would then fight the White Walkers so now you'd have these like to help that, out that would be pretty that would be pretty cool if they did yeah. that I don't know. I think, you know, this but, still, the whole last season as a whole was, like, fine. The further I get away from it, the more I'm like, it was okay. I yeah. Was, I wish it was better, but it was a decent ending, you know. I hated Whatever. the fact that they they should have killed the dragon in the long night instead of the very next episode, like, five minutes in or whatever. Yeah. That was dumb, yeah. and they're like, "Danny forgot about." It was for stupid you. reason. She's flying over the ocean, and she doesn't mm-hmm. see all those ships. I don't buy it. Yeah, yeah, I don't no either. Way. It was it was yeah, so dumb. Because like, then, it would have been better if they next if episode just... she's able to use a dragon and completely destroy everything and not get a single scratch on the dragon. So right. It's, well, it's I think bullshit. the reason why their ex- explanation for that was, I think what they wanted to do was show that the scorpions actually work and kill a dragon. Yeah, which is fine, but don't show him. Don't show the dragon nearly dying. Yeah, and then kill him the next episode because, like, they wanted to show what they're trying to get across. What I believe, anyway, was that the scorpions work, and the only reason why it worked was because the dragon's so wounded. That way, yeah. they can say the reason why Drag or Drogon was able to survive is because he was he's fresh. healthy. Yeah, he's able to he's able to fully dodge and stuff. But that was bullshit. They should have just yeah. like. He, they should have just had the dragon perfectly fine, and then they could have still done that where like it's the scorpions able to kill the dragon. Just have it like where Valyrian or whatever his name was is just not as agile as Drogo. So you can have yeah. the thing where like they're flying, they're both flying side by side and they're kind of dodging, but Drogo yeah. is able to seamlessly dodge them, and then the other yeah. one's just like, oh shit, I don't know what's going on, and he gets hit and then he dies, and then that's why Danny backs off. She's like. Shit, I lost another dragon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. We could talk about this all day, but oh my god, I, I, yeah. It, it it was a good it was a good season. They made some weird choices. Uh, this has been two bros one cast. Thanks for tuning in. Leave some comments down below about Alex. Show him some love. Uh, you you social media? Is there any you want to send anyone towards your stuff? Where can no. they find you? You're no. not on anything. <laughs> you not. cannot follow him on anything. He, he, yeah, leave Good me alone. Good um, You know, you can follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Links are down below. And uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel. really does a lot. Like, comment, subscribe. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later. Now, if you liked the video, I just want to reiterate. Comment down below. Like the video. Tell us what you thought. Um video goes up every Friday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and uh, maybe we will have more interesting guests like this on in the future. Cool. They'll be back next week, I guess.